Did you know that the tradition of trick-or-treating comes from the ancient Celtic festival of Samhain? It was believed that during this time that the spirits of the dead would walk the earth once again. So to try to keep the spirits at bay, the living would dress up as ghosts themselves. Later, the tradition was incorporated into the Catholic Church and became known as souling, where children and the less fortunate would dress up and go door to door begging for food in exchange for prayers for the food giver's soul. Welcome to the Lore of the South. It's here! The spookiest day of the year! And after today, we'll be headed headlong into the holiday season. Are y'all ready for that? I'm not! So let's stick to the spooky stuff for now. Which southern city is debatably known as the most haunted in the U.S.? Why, that of Savannah, Georgia. And tonight, for our Halloween special, we're going to be talking about Wright Square and its most famous hauntings. Welcome to episode 29, a ghost-filled Halloween special. Wright Square was originally known as Percival Square and was one of the original four squares laid out at the founding of Savannah in 1733. Some 30 years later, the city would change the name of the square in honor of Georgia's last royal governor, Sir James Wright. So that's what we'll be calling the square from here on out. Wright Square. Wright Square is located in between State and York Streets and was the location of Savannah's first hanging and its original burial grounds. Savannah's founder, General James Oglethorpe, had conceived of the colony as a charity mission. He and his company would recruit the downtrodden of London and elsewhere in England and then resettle them in the colony of Georgia. Oglethorpe took care in choosing who would be eligible for this opportunity in the New World. He chose men and women who he considered of high moral character. One applicant was a man by the name of William Wise. He was a known scoundrel and had been found to be carrying on with a woman little more than a girl, who he had claimed was his daughter. Though truth be told, it was found that she was a prostitute. Oglethorpe turned the man's application down flat denying him passage to his new colony. But Wise wouldn't be stopped. He somehow managed to book passage on another ship bound for the colonies and arrived in Savannah in December of 1733. General Oglethorpe then made the decision to station Wise across the Savannah River on Hutchinson Island to manage the town's cattle. In Oglethorpe's own words, instead of punishing England by sending Wise back, Wise nearly immediately became ill in Savannah's near-tropical climate. Alice Riley and Richard White had arrived in the colony along with 38 other Irish indentured servants. The whole lot of them were on the verge of starvation after the grueling 12-week voyage. But the pair survived and were obviously in love, though it's not known if they had known each other before they were together on the ship or not. Maybe it was the hardship itself that brought the two together, or maybe they were forbidden to be together in their home country, so they indentured themselves, hoping for a better life together in the new world. Either way, the pair were allowed to remain together and were sent to the cattle farm to be caretakers of the now nearly bedridden William Wise. Alice and Richard were tasked to the daily chores of bathing, dressing, combing, and brushing Wise's beard and hair, along with helping him with his bodily functions. 
It was reported that Wise was as awful as what Oglethorpe had thought he was when he had tried to prevent the man's immigration to the colony. Wise was constantly physically and mentally abusive, towards Alice especially. Whenever she was within striking distance, he would be sure to lash out. It was even rumored that he might have forced himself on her. But as we can state, who knows what the truth was. Then on March 1st, 1734, the body of William Wise was found in his bed. He appeared to have been strangled with his neckerchief and was drowned in a bowl that Alice and Richard had used to bathe Wise in. What they did not find were the two indentured servants. It was immediately surmised the couple must have done this to their master, and a search was begun by the townspeople. The pair were eventually found hiding out on a nearby island. They were both immediately found guilty of William Wise's murder and sentenced to hang. Richard White escaped from jail, but was recaptured by a group of men while out working at clearing some land. White was immediately brought to Wright Square and was hanged, though all the while denying his part in Wise's murder. Alice Riley, meanwhile, had revealed to her jailers that she was pregnant and she was to remain jailed until she gave birth and then her sentencing would be carried out. Alice gave birth sometime in early December 1734 to a baby boy she named James. According to some letters in Oglethorpe's journal, it seems that Alice was allowed to recover and care for her baby for about six weeks before meeting her end. She was hanged on January 19, 1735. Her baby James joined her in death two weeks later. He was placed in her grave, which is located under what is now York Street. Alice Riley, like Richard White, also went to the noose claiming her innocence. 286 years later, people claim to see the ghost of Alice walking the square looking for her baby. They say that she takes a particular interest in young mothers and their babies. Our next tale about Wright Square is that of the famous Yamakraw chief Tomochichi, who had been instrumental in Oglethorpe's success in the colony of Georgia. He gave permission for Savannah to be built on the site of what had been one of his villages. Tomochichi was also a great help in defending Georgia from the Spanish Catholic threat and not so distant St. Augustine, Florida. Sometime in the future, we'll have to dedicate an entire episode to the man. He led a pretty amazing life, but I digress. Upon the chief's death, October 5, 1739, his body was returned to Savannah, where Oglethorpe ordered a full military honor memorial service for the chief. Nearly all of Savannah was in attendance. He was laid to rest in Wright Square. A pyramid structure was erected over the grave as a memorial to the chief and to his service. Now let's skip ahead 143 years to 1882 when the townspeople desecrated the grave of the hero chief. They tore apart what was left of his pyramid memorial and scattered his remains about the square, all to erect a monument to a politician, railroad tycoon, and banker, William Washington Gordon. Soon after this, several preservationists, realizing how wrong the city had been to remove this city's first monument and to treat the remains of Georgia's first hero this way was horrific. So a new monument dedicated to the chief was created. 
a huge piece of granite was brought to Wright Square from Stone Mountain, Georgia, to try to rectify the desecration that had occurred. The town tried to further honor the chief by naming the federal courthouse that is located on the square, the Tomochichi Federal Building. But still, after all of this, Tomochichi's ghost is still roaming the square in search of his destroyed monument and his scattered remains. It's even said that Tomochichi can be summoned Bloody Mary style if you run around his monument three times while reciting his name. Are you brave enough to try it? Alright y'all, I hope y'all enjoyed this bonus Halloween episode. And next time I'm with Savannah, I'm going to go spend some time in Wright Square. And I'm definitely going to spare a thought for Alice and her baby James, along with the hero chief, Tomochichi. Oh yeah, and I needed to have a recommendation for y'all, since that's what I do now, is give out recommendations. I recommend that y'all look for Dorian Deathly on Facebook. I think it's Deathly Dark Tours. He's a tour guide in York, England, and he does historic and spooky tours around the ancient city. And tonight for Halloween, he's doing an online event, giving a free tour around the ancient city of York. If you check him out tonight, comment on his live broadcast that Kelly from Laura the South podcast sent you. And look for us on social media. Just search for Laura the South. I always post pics to go along with each episode. And y'all have a super spooky night. And we'll talk to y'all later on Laura the South.